This is the NSCA's Coaching Podcast, episode 46. So it's like I knew I could do that at that high school level, that they can just be so moldable that you can get in their minds and not only change their movement patterns, but change the way they think. This is the NSCA's Coaching Podcast, where we talk to strength and conditioning coaches about what you really need to know, but probably didn't learn in school. There's strength and conditioning, and then there's everything else. Welcome to the NSCA's Coaching Podcast. I'm Scott Caulfield. With me today, Coach Bobby Smith from Reach Your Potential Training in Tinton Falls, New Jersey. Coach, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me, Scott, and thanks for having me here as well, too. This is an amazing organization. I'm glad to help out and be a part of it, whatever I can do. Yeah, super pumped. We are here at the 41st Annual National Conference. It's been a great show. You already did one presentation this morning. Uh, you're doing another one this afternoon. How's it been for you so far? It's been amazing, and the lineup that you guys have on today is great, and not only do I love presenting and being on the same stage as these other you know coaches but learning from them and hearing them and seeing them in actions definitely what it's about and also connecting with the other coaches that come here I think that's the missing key that these people are not coming to these conferences you get the you know video but it's also the interactions going to dinner all those Absolutely. other things with the conference that you can't put a price tag on yeah that's a huge piece of it and and you've been you know at state level clinics and big ones too I mean this that's the part of the NSCA that I always tell people too like um, you know, we, we're the only organization really that has that grassroots level where you can do the same kind of thing on a smaller level in your own state and region, you know, so right. it's such a huge opportunity to get out and meet people and learn from other people. And you've been doing this for a while now. You've spoken at a bunch of events and, you know, how, how'd you get kind of involved in speaking? I think it all started off with the first, uh, you know, our dirt first product that Adam fight and I put out was that coaching guide to jump training. And uh, it was about year three, Scott, that we finally looked at our system and how we were running things. And we're like, man, this is efficient. This is, it's an athletic factory. And we're like, we got something. And after that, we're like, what are we going to do? And Adam's like, you know, I presented at the NSCA about our, the jumps that we do. And I think it went really well, got a great review. I think we should do that. And I was like, let's go. Let's roll with it and let's do it. And uh, we put it on our own dime. And it's like, you don't realize how much work goes into that <laughs> until you actually shoot something yeah. and the editing and breaking it down and the time that we put in that and the money we put into it. And then they're like, all right, well, what are we going to do now? It's all done. Right. Then we start getting it to other people out there. And then uh, Pat Beef from Athletes Acceleration, we sent it to him and he's like, this is gold. Let's go with it. And ever since then, you know, we've been doing the Speed and Power Summits. We've been going, speaking at the NSCA and like, I feel like that was like our first foot in the door yeah. was putting yeah, yeah. that product out there. But yeah. also too, a lot of, you know, young coaches come to me and was like, man, you, you know, you put that product. I'm like, it took us three years right, right, and it right. was multiple years that we were in the field before yeah. we felt confident yeah. that we can put something out there. Yeah. So like I always say, just with the athletes, don't rush the process. Yeah, you know, totally. you don't want to put your foot out there and next thing you know, it's not the you know ideal product totally yeah i want to definitely so let's track let's backtrack a little because uh that's a cool story that i want to get to but i mean you won't you know you started your own business like, yeah did did you see uh kind of a 
something that was missing in in your area of New Jersey, and that's why you just started to do this, or you know, well, what made folds. you think about yes, that? Yes, definitely. Um, I was fortunate enough to train at the Olympic Training Center, Scott, under Dan Path, and that was when I first learned how to start to run properly, okay. getting my hips up, starting to cycle, and like I was always a football player that threw the javelin, yep. and then I became a track and field athlete. Okay. And everywhere else in the world, they call it athletics because track and field is the foundation of all athletic movement, yeah. jumping, throwing. And that's when I was like, man, I want to go back to New Jersey and I want to teach kids how to run and move properly. And also, too, what I wanted to do was give them the college system in the private sector. So I wanted them to have a step ahead. So as soon as you went to college, you knew the expectations, you knew the standards, you knew the movements, and you knew how to do them efficiently. And, you know, I put an ad out, the NSCA, and I got over 150 people applying with me the first week. And I was like, man, you know, some people didn't even read it because it didn't exactly what I wanted, but that was 20 people that did. And then you narrow it down, and then Adam's fight, you know, Resume stood out by far. He, you know, was a Division uh, three All-American football yeah. player, so he had that big-time experience being an athlete. Yeah. Coached with under Joe Ken House, you know, so he had that college system, and um, it was it was great to bring him aboard. And what I felt like I was needing was the education. You yeah. know, I got my degree in special education, so I was a teacher first and foremost, yeah. and that gives me a unique background too because. That's where my degree was. So I learned right away that I need to ed- I not only educate, but I need to entertain these kids. Yeah. So yeah, if I'm yeah. not keeping them entertained, they're not lasting and they're not right. getting better. Right. So uh, once Adam came aboard, not only him, but his wife too, Mary-Kate, as well, you know, we developed this system from you know, the Mike Boyle's background, the pre-seas, the velocities, the college. And we felt like that's where, by year three, we had it. Yeah. We felt like we really had something special. And... Um, put it out there and next thing you know all right let's shoot the next one yeah, next thing yeah. you know all right we got the third one and what were you looking for when you you know you ended up with adam fight who we you know i know very well and right you've you guys have become great friends from being you know uh his boss basically but yeah. what were you looking for on when you first kind of set out for that you know to be honest with you i you never know what you're looking for yeah. until you find it yeah. and you know i was looking probably at the beginning a young you know fresh off gaa you know, someone that's great out of grad school that had that big time experience. And then when I started getting those people and talking to them, I realized I needed more. I needed someone that had a little bit more experience, a little bit more knowledge, and I needed some mentorship. And that's definitely what I found from Adam. You know, that was, you know, he developed and helped me become the man and coach I am today. So I can't thank him enough for that. That's awesome. That's awesome. And why? So, I mean, I think a lot of people that might have been in your position, you know, you were an athlete and then want to get into coaching would have would have thought oh I should get into college or professional sports so you know how did you decide that private sector was the way you wanted to go yeah I mean I did an internship for the Giants and uh, under Jerry Palmieri and and that was a great experience as well too but I just felt like it was get me ready for Sunday and not developing and I knew with high school kids that you know I had those coaches that when I was in high school that I still talk to and look up to to this day that yeah. really mentored and made me the man I am yeah. so it's like I knew I could do that at that high school level yeah. that they can just be so moldable that yeah. you can get in their minds and not only change their movement patterns but change the way they think and there's no better age I feel than that high school level yeah that's cool man and, and you're definitely making an impact what's kind of the what are some of the I guess um, challenges of being in that private sector or, you know 
marketing um you know you have to be a business owner you have to be a coach maybe talk about like what you're seeing as yeah you know, those kind of things i think the one thing that you never think about is how about running the facility and you have a facility 16,000 square feet and keeping it clean and cleanly and keeping the maintaining the equipment and yeah. making sure like what we sell is our education, our experience and our environment. And we want to make sure that it's up to par as soon as we w walked in day one. Yeah. And that's a lot more work than you really think. Right, right. And that and then also too, like educating the parents and realizing that we have a very industrial area. So there's a lot of more, you know, sports performance facilities. I say that in quotations around us that think they do what we do, but obviously they don't. But the parents don't know better. They just know, well, that guy's $10 a session. You're 25. Well, yeah, why? Yeah. Well, you know, I just got my master's. I've been at that right. big level. This We're educated. We have the science to back behind what we do. And also, we have the physical therapy in-house. Nice. So yeah. it, we have that hand-in-hand. -hand. We can communicate with one another. And it's a great setting. Yeah, you mentioned getting your master's. So, I mean, you, you own your own business. You run your business. You've yeah. been coaching. What what? At this point, why why do that? Why yeah? Well, two why reasons. Make more work one, for yourself? yeah, it definitely that once again was a lot more work than you think. Um, when Adam, you know, Mary Kate decided to departure and get their PhDs, I felt like I didn't want, you know, the education back behind. Like I wanted that behind ripped. Yeah. And since my degree was in special education, I knew there was lacking on my part. And, you know, as a man, you look yourself in the mirror and realize, you know, what are my weaknesses? What are my strengths? And what can I do to get better at those? And I felt like education was holding me back. Yeah. And I know where I want to go and where I want to be on the platform. And I know that you need that this day and age. Right, right. And um, I definitely learned a lot from it. Yeah. And I know there's a lot more people out there that are listening that are saying that you can't do it. You can. And my one, you know, employee, Pat uh, Livesey, got it before me. And I was like, yeah. man, you know, if he can do it. You know, he can help me through it. And, yeah. you know, he definitely helped me and coached me through it and was like, man, what do we got this week? All right, keep, help keeping me on task. And my wife definitely helped out a lot, too. So it takes a village. Yeah. It definitely yeah, does. Yeah. Oh, it's huge, man. Congratulations yeah. again on that. Thank you. you. And you, you too. Yours and I just yeah. finished mine not too long ago. But, yeah, definitely. And I think for, like I've heard, too, and I found it to be true, like you just said, that it was very interesting, too, and has helped me, you know, already. Right. Uh, to have that kind of, so I think the master's degree definitely. Um, it makes you look at things differently, yeah, I feel absolutely. like. absolutely. Then you understand. The content the, was way more helpful right. than the undergrad stuff. Definitely. Which is the basics itself you need to know, but it kind of takes it to the next level, literally. <laughs> um, so how many employees do you guys have now? You have employees, you have interns. And, right. Yeah. So we have uh, two other full-time coaches with myself, and then we have three other part-time, and now we're at six interns this summer right now. Awesome. And then my wife's business has four physical therapists, and then she has four strength coaches as well, too. Wow. And um, the beauty of it, you know, some of my strength coaches go to her, some oh, come yeah, to me, cool. we help each other out. Yeah. And uh, I really love having the interns in. Yeah. And it's a great environment, and it makes me better, right. getting them better. It makes yeah. me stay on my toes yeah. and makes me realize that I ain't got to know the whys behind I do why yeah. I do. I mean, yeah. I know them, but i got to be able to answer them right on the spot. Yeah, yeah. And that's great having them in there. And I'm, we're learning from them. Right. And each right. year, this is the seventh summer that we've gone through our internship process. It gets better and better and better each year because of them. Yeah. What kind of things are you looking for in interns? I think just like everyone, you know, we, wanna, we want a we're looking for a person, yeah. you know, like we want them to be reliable, trustworthy and genuine. Yeah. And it's personality. 
Yeah, yeah that's what we're looking for in the private sector. You know, are my athletes at the end of the internship going to come up to me and say, you need to hire this guy. You need right. to hire this girl. Yeah. And it's, I tell them, you, you, you know the system now. I can see it. Now you have to start developing relationships. Yeah. You have to make the impact with them because they need to be coming back. If they're not coming back, we don't have a job. Right, right, and if you right. want to work here one day, you have to make the impact on yeah. them to keep coming back to us. Yeah, that's huge. So yeah, it's per you want that personality and you want a good person. Yeah, definitely. Um, how about being in the private sector? Some probably unique challenges. Is, is there anything um, that you would kind of think uh, maybe to give somebody some insight into it if if they think they want to start their own business and just jump right into it or yeah. you know things you wish you knew back uh, when you were starting out that you know now I think you know organization is key to success and what I tell like we still have some college coaches come in and observe us and that system really hasn't changed much but the organization and the timing has gotten so much better and it's little things like we put these green dots out, green dots, red dots, yellow dots. And it's like, all right, we're doing our hip hinges over here on the red dots. We're doing our overhead press over here on the green dots. And we're doing our core anti-extension over here on the yellow dots. And it just keeps it in a flowing system. And that's where it's like I was, you know, explaining this to another business owner. It's like you go into Jersey Mike's. You come in. All right, what bread? What meat? What cheese? What lettuce? You know, what do you, you want a Mike's way? And it's just you have to make it where you give your coaches options but also, you have to make it sure that it is a system. Right, right, right. The system, and it's repeatable, and it's... Sustainable, organized. no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I feel cool. like that's where you don't think about, you know, we're writing this detailed, amazing program, but you're not thinking about the flow of your system and the flow of your facility and yeah. realizing, well, I have to do TRX hamstring curls over here, but now I'm using dumbbells over in this corner for the overhead press. Yeah. Well can we do something about that? Can we do something right. so we can watch, put ourselves in position to watch eight athletes do, you know, our knee flexion hip lifts over here and then do our overhead presses over here. Yeah. And you guys are, you've mentioned being in a 16,000 square foot facility. Obviously you didn't start in a 16,000 square foot facility. But I, um, actually we did. You did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so, super, super well, cool. my huh? wife was in uh, practice for eight years before we opened up Rick okay. gotcha. and she was booming. Yeah. It was, uh, she was in other sports performance businesses that closed because of poor management, not Got because it. the market wasn't there. Right. And after the second time, you know, I was at that tail end of my career throwing as a javelin yep. and I was like, let's go, let's okay. do it. Cool. And when, obviously we weren't looking for that size, right, right. but you know, it hit us and I saw the potential yeah. and what I was looking for, I Ideally, was the 40 yards, yep. so, and then oh, we got right. 60, and yep. then I wanted a wall to throw med balls. Cool. And we have that from wall-to-wall -wall 60 yards turf and then med balls, and it's all American Red Cross's storage, so we can be as loud oh, and obnoxious nice. as we want. That's awesome. i gotta so, come, I got to come see this. Yeah. Place. i got to visit the spot. Um, and you mentioned the DVDs you guys did. Um, you're also, you've got a couple of those. You also are kind of onto a, a new th new business where yeah. you can help, hopefully help other coaches implement, improve their business, right? No uh, doubt. Talk and about how that's coming out. And, and what, um, what after like. the, you know, the third DVD, you know, I reached out to Pat Beef and I said, you know, I feel like we're ready now. Like I'm at, I'm almost done with my master's. I'm ready to let's do this. And uh, he mentioned to something about me before about licensing or franchising ripped and it wasn't really what I wanted. But what we really want to do is help other strength coaches out there and teaching our system, but also with Pat, teaching them how to market, teaching them the Facebook side with Pat Rigsby and, and teaching them the business side of how to run and operate a business that's successful, obtainable, and making sure that you're making money. Yeah. That's the, you know, the 
end goal is not only impacting their life, but making a living off of it and living the lifestyle that you want to live. Right, right, right. So the, that should be up and running shortly with going to be Athletes Acceleration Sports Performance. And um, I'm really excited about that one as well because what we realize is that we can only impact the athletes that are in our facility, but if I can impact other coaches and other gym owners out there, how many athletes can I impact? For sure. And that's the ultimate goal. Right, for sure. And that's, uh, you probably know Martin Rooney, who's I've had on the show and he's a good friend of mine too. And that was kind of the the light bulb I think that he had talked about going off too for him with training for warriors is he is able to train all these coaches which then you know has allowed him to impact more total people across the globe now for exactly him, you know, that guy's all over the place and I was fortunate <laughs> enough to actually train with him after my first year graduating from Monmouth and uh I was in the Olympic Development Program, and Tom Puskas is like, hey, if you're going to stay in New Jersey, you got to train with Martin Rooney. Nice. And I uh, went up there twice a week in Fairlong, yeah. and Martin had a huge influence on what I still do today and the energy that he brings, and cool. it's phenomenal that, you know, he definitely yeah. is a mentor to me. That's super cool. Yeah, we I did a mentorship with him that uh, Parisi, I think they only, honestly, they only made it did one, but we I saw it advertised. It was in 2010. It was with Martin and Bill at the at the Fairlawn facility, and uh, I was like, I have to do this. And yeah. I mean, when I people say this, but it literally changed my life. Like, I, I that was December, I think November, December 2010. I took my job at the NSCA in t January 2011. Really? Like things, I mean, things happened that I never would have expected to happen. I mean, even at the mentorship, we got into like a, you know, we train every day. We got into like a liftoff with Rich Sadiv. I, oh, know, yeah. I pulled a 611 deadlift, best deadlift I've ever pulled in my life. Like there was just, <laughs> I mean, things happened yeah. in that thing that were unbelievable, you know, from a personal side, professional side. Uh, but, you know, it, it was the other things like we've talked about that weren't necessarily sets and reps, right? right? It was like learning about all these other things and for lack of a better term, philosophy and the things that drive you or what and, and made you think about really what you wanted to do with your career. Right. Uh, how do you kind of keep up now? I mean, master's degree, you know, you, you do all this stuff. How are you keeping up to date and like keeping your, your skills up when you have to be coaching all the time or right. business. Like, and you know, I mentioned stuff. before, Scott, it, you know, takes a village and my coaches definitely help me. And I'm, I'm like, this is, you're here to make me look good. And if, when I look good, you're going to look good. Yeah. And we definitely help each other and we are a team. And, you know, part of my master's program was learning leadership and that you don't really realize how important it is. Yeah. And it was definitely unique where I take, learned a lot not only from the science behind training but the leadership style as well too and realizing that I was having flaws in my leadership and getting that better and instilling that in my athletes still to this day too like I love at the end of the sessions coming together and talking to them and give them a little tidbit right before the warm-up yeah. and then see how it unfolds throughout the training session and at the end of the session this is what we want to do. And this is the leadership styles that you need to employ. And, you know, my leadership style was always watch what I do and do what I do. Yeah. And realizing that's not how it works. Right. You know, right. you got to communicate. you got to yeah. lead. you got to develop. you got to help out. you got to see them, you know, in action and be like, you know, this is what I would have done here. Oh, why did you do that? Yeah. You know, what was your thought process behind that? Yeah. And that's definitely helped me out a lot. But my guys are great, yeah. you know. Pat and Jake and my, you know, assistant coaches as well that 
we definitely help each other. So it's cool. It's not a one man show yeah. by far. Is there anything you can think of any book or like re- quick tip resource right off the bat that comes to mind when you're talking about leadership? Um, what I always go to is my man, John Gordon. And I love reading John Gordon's books, not um, only because they're amazing, but the message that he has behind them. He was a former lacrosse player okay. for, at the college level, so he writes like an athlete. Nice. So it's, it's short, it's simple, it's to the point. And um, I always, you know, part of the internship process is before you even start is reading The Carpenter. Okay. And he talks about the three greatest strategies of all is love, serve, and care. And, you know, love what you do. And when you love what you do, you make a difference. But people see the difference. And caring for your athletes and caring about the quality of work that you do. And lastly, service. Providing a service and giving yourself up for a service. And realizing, like, it can't be about you. Like, we got to turn this me into we. Yeah. And as soon as I started to do that, I started to see Ripped grow. Yep. Nice. And, yeah, and talk about that, like, how you kind of, how you... You know, you have all these high school kids at all different schools, all different sports. Like, how are you, in, you know, building those relationships with them and, and really, you know, getting them to know that you care about them? Yeah. And what we always say is, like, we're building up their confidence, you know, their self-esteem and their mental strength, but believing in themselves. So that's the biggest goal of, like, yes, we're going to get you stronger, get you faster, get you decelerating correctly, but building the your self-esteem and i had an athlete that was just been killing it for this summer session so far and i just reached out to her on social media i said hey ashley you know you've been doing a great job the girls are looking up to you keep it going and her mom sent me a message two days later saying the confidence that i see in my daughter since starting ripped is phenomenal and it's amazing to see and like that just like I get goosebumps right now yeah, just talking yeah, yeah. about that. Like that's what we want to do yep. is, the, you know, the, it's a byproduct of getting them stronger and faster. It's right. believing in themselves that when adversity strikes, are you going to step up to the plate or are you going to fold? And yeah. we want to instill that in everything that we do here. Yeah. And you guys do, I mean, you guys train a lot of athletes, but do you have a lot more female athletes? Than we do. Maybe other we players? do have because a lot. It seem like from seeing your social media, and right? Hearing you talk about a lot. Well, of these I think kids, like a couple yeah. of reasons. One, it started, and I had seven stud female athletes: two yeah. go to Duke, two North Carolina, VCU, Syracuse, yeah. Villanova, and that was my first original seven. We always okay, say, and the pictures were still seven. up on nice. the office. Yep. And also, too, my wife's business specializes in ACLs. Like okay. that's her yeah. money. So it's like. You know, like I talk to the girls, we give them a free assessment and it's like walk past there. I'm sure you know someone's from some team that's in there. And it's like, think about how many kids are on your team or your club team that have torn their ACL. What do you want to take a proactive or reactive approach? Because you're either going to be doing it in here or eventually you're going to be doing it in there. And it's giving the old scare them straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally cool. Yeah. So uh, I feel like that. And it's just, you know, when we first started off, It's just like anyone. You start reaching out to athletic directors, the football coaches. You know, we played college football, Adam and I. We can definitely help out. And, oh, man, I can do it myself. And it's like, all right, let's reach out to the soccer coach. Got right back to us. Field hockey coach got right back to us. Come in for lunch. This is what we do. Next thing you know, we've had the same girls' soccer team for seven summers, and they've won three state titles. Wow. Nice. And it's like, I mean, it definitely starts it. Yep. 
It definitely does. That's cool. How uh, how beneficial is it for you having a physical therapist uh, in the house to, to talk to and bounce ideas off every oh, day? Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> it really is. And, you know, they hired a nice young grad as well, too, Wes, and he's amazing. He has an Exos background and, you know, coming in with his that physical therapy background as well, too. And, no, they have a great internship program as well, too. And, you know, they what I was like, you know, talking to my wife, I'm like, let me get your interns in with my interns and let's start teaching these fundamental movement patterns and let's teaching them these movement patterns. Like we never learned this. And I was like, what do you mean you never learned this? They're like, we don't learn about hip hinging, squatting, you know, vertical push, horizontal pulls. We don't learn, you know, core anti-extension, anti-rotation. I was like, we can help each other. And it's, that's what it's, under realizing that drop the ego see how yeah. we can help each other and know like they come up to me and ask me a question i'm like that's a sharing question i'm sorry yeah. you know i know my limitations i can get you bigger stronger faster yeah. something's starting to hurt let's go into see that physical therapist and that's, that's awesome. where it's great having them in staff where it's like hey can you get a quick assessment in there let's see what's wrong all right okay nothing we can do here this is what we got to do here's our plan b nice that's super cool do it you is. guys ever have uh do you ever have interns that come in and um, learn, get to check out some of the physical therapy and maybe switch gears and think, hey, they maybe do. that's more interesting yeah, to we've me had or a, the physical therapy right. kids that go vice versa. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've had an intern probably two years ago came in and was like, man, I love this, but I really want to go physical therapy route. And we're like, yeah. all right, here, you know, recommend some schools my wife did. And, yeah. and it's great that we have that hand in hand. But what my wife always says is this is unique. You're not going to be working with athletes primarily. This is what we do here. And, you know, a lot of people that gets, they get turned away from that because it's mainly geriatric. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So what's, uh, what's the rest of your year looking like? You got, uh, got more speaking gigs lined up? Uh, A couple more. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was limiting them because of, I was in, you know, getting my master's and realizing that was, you know, a part-time job by itself too, but finally finishing that, you know, I'm definitely going to put my name out there and start getting out there. But I'm really excited for this athletes acceleration sports performance and helping other gym owners out there. Cause there's definitely a need and definitely we can bring something to the table. That's a little bit different that can help them out. So I feel like that's where my energy is going to go towards not only ripped, but also getting more towards that as well too. Yeah. Do you have any advice for people that might want to get more involved in the NSCA? Like, you know, yeah. kind of follow a path like you I feel like the biggest thing is get with your state director. Get with the state first and start off local yeah. before you want to go interna- or national or international. Yeah. And that's where we started off. Like, hey, can we come in and we'll do something for free? Yeah. You know, yeah. can we come in? Can I do a hands-on? Can it give me a 20-minute, you know, a little right. warm-up? And then next thing you know, like, whoa, that was actually pretty good. That was right. got some energy in it. Yeah, yeah. All right, can we do something now? Yeah. And it's just get your name out there. Yeah. Know where the, the state director is. Come visit him, yeah. you know. And then it's developed those relationships. Yeah, that's so awesome. it's starting the state first and then start getting national. Yep. And then looking to help out. Yeah. You guys always need help. Always, yeah. Yeah, no. so how yeah. can we help out? I'm very partial as a former state director to, to that system. And like I said, I, that, I truly believe that's what sets the NSCA apart. I don't see any other organizations with a grassroots hmm. system like that. And, yeah, I never turned down anybody who wanted right. to help me out as yes. a state director. And I'm from one of the small, smallest states in the United States, so that was awesome. Um, if people listening in want to uh, follow up with you after they hear this, they heard something that caught their eye, uh, 
uh, caught their ear and you know what how can they best uh reach you follow you all the above yeah uh, social media obviously on instagram uh, i got ripped for the business side and then coach bobby smith for my personal and then my email is bobby at i got ripped.com and shoot me an email you know we could set something up i've doing a lot of uh consultations with coaches too some skype interviews and helping out and you know we just want to make this field better and stronger and everyone's sharing as long as you're not the gym right down the road i'll give you everything i got yeah, you know yeah, so yeah, definitely cool uh, we'll put all that in the show notes as well and people can know now to keep their eyes uh posted for potential job and internship openings with you as well yeah that'd be great yeah thanks for your time man i'm really looking forward to your presentation right, this afternoon you. too Thank you for listening to the NSCA Coaching Podcast. We truly appreciate your support, and we wouldn't be able to do this without you. So keep on listening. If you enjoyed our episodes, please go write us a review at iTunes or Google Play, wherever you download your episodes from. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get these delivered to you every other week right on time. You don't want to miss the next one. Uh, Also, you can go to NSCA.com and check out the episodes there if you prefer that. And as well, check out our new website and everything that's going on. This was the NSCA's Coaching Podcast. The National Strength and Conditioning Association was founded in 1978 by strength and conditioning coaches to share information, resources, and help advance the profession. Serving coaches for over 40 years, the NSCA is the trusted source for strength and conditioning professionals. Be sure to join us next time.